to another edition, Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined this afternoon by a good old buddy of mine who uh, I used to work at Metro Market with years ago. And uh, he's always been a great lad. Uh, I haven't seen him in a very long time. It's been like two years, but uh, I reached out recently and wanted to have him on the show because we've always had a good time. And uh, yeah, we're going to catch up, shoot the shit. He's married now. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to catch up and have fun doing it. So thank you, Drew Barnes, for joining me today. Yeah. And thanks for having me. It's uh, It really is a pleasure to hear you and see you again, because it's crazy how much time has passed and how quickly it did pass. Dude, um, sure two years, time. man. Two years. <laughs> I know. Feels like yesterday. I guess yeah. that's what COVID does. It creates a time warp for us. And here we are, yeah. 2021. Dude, I know. Actually, like in the last um, couple, you know, in the last couple months, like I've been, I feel like I talk about it with so many people on the show, like, Last year still feels like 2019. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It feels like last year really was off the records. It's just like, yeah, technically 2020 happened, but uh, nothing happened except a pandemic. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's and weird. we got, and they got Orange Man out that year. As <laughs> yeah. Huge success. Big yeah. year for Orange Man. Big win. Yeah. But dude, yeah, I, it's been it's been crazy um there's definitely things that have changed in my life but there's things that are definitely still mainstays you know uh yeah where so um for one dude uh so where are you located now uh where 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 are you at sure um corinne and i my wife shout out to corinne yeah big shout out to seahorse she's uh studying away right now um but uh we actually just uh, luck, we lucked out big time. We found a nice little fixer-upper home in uh, West Dallas. So okay. we've been uh, slowly but steadily working through little projects here and there. I've been practicing being a dad in that way. Um, yeah, it's, uh, so that's where we're at. Nice little home in West Dallas off like Highway 100, close to some custard. So <laughs> Oh, that's always, a, that's always a perk. Yeah, definitely. How about yourself? I am in River West. Um, yeah, I live like right off of North Ave, kind of by the pick and save. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I kind of like, so a little backtracking. Um, so I, like, after college, didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know, like it was, it's one of those weird transitionary periods sure. where that a lot of people go through but and i'm sure you did to, to some extent too yeah i mean i still feel that way in a lot of ways yeah yeah right um but um it took me like you know a number of months but uh figured out you know that i got in touch with uh a guy who runs a music blog uh breaking and entering and now that's the blog that i'm music director for um started the, sh the podcast right around the same time that was a little over two years ago now and so i i started coming to river west all the time you know i was still living on the east side but i don't know if like you've hung out if you spent much time here but yeah no it's a great spot i, I love river west uh, there's yeah. so much to do and so many great places to go uh, that's a great spot to be a lot of uh you know it's very diy 
I mean, I, I like, I, I got a job over here at, uh, I was working at Company Brewing for a while and I would just come here for shows all the time. You know, uh, I would, the, sh- the studio that I started the show at was here too. So I'm like, I might as well just fucking move to River West. Yeah. Who would have thought? So, um, yeah, man. So I've been here for about two years now, um, but I've been living um, by myself uh, since going on a year now. Oh yeah, and I love it, dude. It's the best. Living yeah, alone is the shit. That's good to hear. Yeah, no, I feel that. There's so much, uh, so much freedom. You don't have to like work around other people's tendencies or bad habits or, uh, yeah, nothing like that. You, you can really make it your own. So yeah, that that's great. Uh, and I'm glad to hear that you're digging it because I feel like that can go one of two ways. Your first time kind of being alone. Yeah, I, the first. Yeah, it's like the first night you're. Okay. You have no roommate. You're just all scared. <laughs> you're like, yeah, dude. you're just shaking in your boots, <laughs> making sure the door is locked so no one breaks in and murders you. Yeah, dude. Or boogeyman's <laughs> out for you. Realizing that, like, that pile of dust accumulating isn't going to go anywhere unless you know <laughs> something about it. <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, that's a alert. That's a fun experience, though. I'm glad you're in the middle of that. That's a good time. Yeah. So I've been mostly unemployed. Um, I I got I picked up a job. I'm actually a wedding server now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're probably great at that. Honestly, it's, it's great to see you in this space as a podcast host. I've always admired your ability to like connect with people and just have genuine conversation. So you as a, a wedding server, like you probably light up the party there. You oh, definitely thanks. you're you're adding to the experience, no doubt. I really hope I'm really making this uh, this very most special day of our lives. I, I really hope that uh, I'm spi- I'm adding some spice to it, you know, with uh, you my my mean uh, uh, water glass pouring and shit. Oh, do you make a spectacle out of it? Do you like to hold the glass, look them in the eye, and just keep raising the pitcher? <laughs> you watch Portland, yeah. Oh yeah, I love it. It's like Andy Samberg when he's the mixologist. <laughs> he's just like, yes, that's like, gotta be you, man. And then I finally like, I'm like, all right, this is what we got for you. Uh, you know, this is, uh, <laughs> you got to list off all the minerals that are included in that in that water you're serving. Yeah, we got uh, iodine, uh, <laughs> copper, uh, some uh, toxic levels of lead. All yeah right. and for the uh the honed palette there's a hint of uh of iron you can pick up there if you're if you're looking for it i i think i think that's the next step for you then i'm glad <laughs> this is yeah. a good brainstorming session yeah dude uh we had our first wedding back of the season last weekend and uh actually might be getting an, an actual uh, desk job there oh yeah I need something out of COVID, you know. I'd, sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's good. I mean, it's it's not a hard job. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of frustrating when no one has their mask on after an hour. But uh, yeah, that has been. Um, so I've been. I. That's been my only real like, uh, like job aside from the my. Uh, aside from my freelance freelance work I'm doing um, in the music scene. I mean, that's. That's my, that's been what I've been doing. Metro market, man. Long live the oyster bar. 
still have the scars in my hand from all the yeah all dude, the mishaps all, all the shucks gone wrong oh all the blood yeah <laughs> i do miss um your sushi creations uh that you made on oh, the counter man that was a great time that was that was some serious freedom that everyone needs to be able to just sit behind a sushi bar with all the fish you need all the toppings and just let your mind wander god man yeah <laughs> we made some we made some monster creations though dude. i know yeah. we made some some truly cursed uh yeah. concoctions back there yeah yeah we just we tried it all there there were no rules well you need we needed to entertain ourselves somehow uh you mm-hmm. know working as underpaid corporate laborers yeah yeah like you remember when like everyone wanted the oysters because they were like so cheap you know it was like mm-hmm. a it was like literally like, 12, yeah, was, like a few hours a day there'd be the like the happy hour or whatever yeah yeah and it's like everyone could like get like a dozen oysters for like you know like fucking 12 bucks or something yeah but then they got rid of that and then it became like twice that much. And then we, I think I counted on one hand the customers we had after that. A lot of gazers, not a lot of grazers, if you will. There was that one guy, remember that one guy that just started ordering like just heaps of oysters? Yeah. Dude, he came in nuts. every, why did he come in so much? It's like, dude, you grocery shop like every day? Dude, I don't, I don't know. I think he was maybe he was looking for us as friends i think he wanted that connection with the oyster boys yeah but he came into like sam he came to try every oyster dude and then he ended up ordering like a whole tub of them yeah dude, he ordered like 150 oysters yeah and didn't you like show it didn't you like he tried his first oyster like weren't you working and you like you gave him his first yes. oyster yeah. yeah and man that guy's eyes lit up in his eyes the whole world was passing by his whole he was reliving his whole life stars were falling flowers were blooming it was uh he was having a real experience and he was hooked whole portals of possibilities were opening in his his mind man and for (laughs) a world unknown to him was finally revealed yeah (laughs) And then, and then he never looked back. He started, we were always his first stop. I remember he came in with the cart every day. Yeah, dude. It's like, hey, Ben, what do you got for me today? <laughs> uh, oysters. Big surprise, huh? Yeah, well, uh, well, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a, such a miserable job, man. Especially <laughs> after you left, dude. Like, after you left to get, because oh. you, like, got a, a better job. After you left, like I was just Can't losing imagine. my fucking mind, man. Because like all of my friends like had worked there, and that's why like I wanted to work there because like my whole like college crew was basically yeah, I remember all that, yeah. working there. And then like by the time like I even started, like half of them were already gone, and then just like they just dropped like flies after that. And it's like, what am I still doing here? I can't even like I can't even fucking like you know go grab a handful of jelly beans, dude. Like, <sighs> They really cracked down just like one one big step at a time. They just crushed the fun there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
they they just added more and more layers of like policing um oh. in in the grocery store they got rid of the samples man the, i like that was like the coolest thing i thought about the place it's just like all the like amazing samples they had available you walk in there and there's hot pizza there's hot this there's you know little cheese cubes to try and it was amazing yeah why get rid of the snacks people love snacks dude i know we knew the managers fucking loved them too because they would always like oh yeah them as they would just be stuffing their face as they're going around barking at people oh yeah hey you suck at this but hey good uh good sushi (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then uh you know what happened next you i I remember when I got, we went up to get drinks at Good City Brewing and I told you what happened. I'm like, yeah, dude. Uh, so I got like arrested. <laughs> dude, that, <laughs> that's unbelievable. I can't actually fathom calling the cops on Ben for like eating a chicken tender. <laughs> yeah, you're just looking, they're like, they have me outside and they're frisking me and the there's just like oysters and chicken tenders <laughs> falling out of my pocket. Dude, that was like looking back still just such a ridiculous scenario that I like still it's just it's 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 a comic story that I tell at parties, you know. Yeah. Oh, I imagine. At least it's good for that. I still have my mug shot uh saved on <laughs> Yeah, dude, I could send that to you if you want. But that's um, great. You should make that your LinkedIn picture. Hell yeah, dude! Put on shirts, man. Make oh. a whole line. <laughs> yeah, dude. Free chicken tenders. <laughs> Only at Metro Market. <laughs> <laughs> and then you could get one of these with your own mugshot on it one day. <laughs> yeah. dude, Only a yeah. matter of time. Yeah. So yeah. So after school, like, uh, what a so I know you kind of went from job to job. So uh, what? So I guess like, yeah. What have? How has life uh, transpired in the last couple uh, years? Sure. Uh, it's been um, I don't know. It's been a smooth walk. Um, I was yeah. It's been job to job a little bit, but uh, my most recent job been holding down for a little while. But it's uh. I don't know, man. It's been pretty uneventful, but like going well. Um, the the part that's going well is I'm in a career where it's, you know, allows me to live comfortably. Um, like I said, you know, Corinne and I were able to buy a house. So like, I can't complain too much there, but it's um, the, the more I get in down this path, I'm in finance. I don't know if you remember that, but it's like, ne- it was never my passion never like super interested in it. Um, I was not good at school. I am so glad to have escaped the uh, education system. (laughs) Same. Yeah. I I got like so many C's my senior year, like, cause I just wanted to be done. I just like stopped going to class, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I get it, man. It sucks. Um, It's so like, because I was really not good at doing school, I was not good at like, I, I was taking classes that I was more interested in personally, but like because I was just so bad at classes, yeah. it was like it wasn't working out. And my parents were like, 
you, you can't do this. You can't keep sucking money down the drain. Like you got to just get into something that'll get you a job. So I arrived at the door of finance and coasted on through. Um, but now I think the project for myself and like where a lot of the growth I've been attempting has been taking place. It's like, how do I find something to do that's fulfilling? Yeah. Um, and so that's where I like, I really admire, you know, someone like yourself who's able to, you know, kind of like always looking for different forms of work that are probably giving you more fulfillment than just like, you know, punching the the time card and taking the check and heading home. And getting barked at. <laughs> yeah, dude, so much barking around. Yeah. Well, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. yeah, like, and I know what you mean. Um and I, I think that like our generation has become just so conscious of like what goes into like living under like corporate America and living under like worker exploitation and living just yeah. in a very like just living in a class society. You know, we're just so cognizant of it now that I feel like a lot of us are just like looking for alternative ways to being comfortable and mm-hmm. and that's how i've been trying to operate like it's i mean it's definitely not easy and i mean i've been going the diy route with my journalism degree and the money definitely still is not there um like i definitely still need something to hold me down but you know but yeah i mean i'd rather figure that out and uh, just kind of like you know fake it till i make it I'm amazed, dude. I the people I've gotten to a a part of like the finance kind of career where like now I'm finally working with people who like are really good at what they do. Like I feel like I can be good at what I do because I can try and like feel like I'm smart enough to figure stuff out and do good work still, even if I don't like love it. Yeah. Um, but now I'm working with people who can do that, but they also love it. And so it's like um it's amazing though that to see people who like genuinely love make it like I work for a really big company now and so it's like I I don't feel any personal connection to making a big company more money which is what I'm there for you know they're obviously getting a lot more out of me being there than like I'm getting out of me being there but like I don't know some people really really do love it they love chasing it and it's but uh, yeah, I got to try and try to search for ways that I can use my skill set to, um, you know, do something that I find is like beneficial to the world. And like that, I think will be more fulfilling to me. How can you make this the most interesting job it possibly can be with the finite, like, you know, resources you have playing music in the workplace is a big thing, you know? That's true. No, that's actually a really good perspective to have. I think um, when I think back on times I have felt really good about what I was doing, I was like at the bare minimum able to like flex my creativity a bit and uh, make personal change. You know, it sucks when it's like you do monotonous work that like you didn't come up with like uh, and like you don't really feel like it's doing much anyway. you really feel like what am I doing here what's the point of all this but um yeah looking for opportunities to spice things up for myself probably like 
a good thing to do in the yeah. meantime. Yeah. Cause it's like, you don't want to, the worst is when you feel like such a cog in the machine where it's like the exact, the work I'm doing right now could be done exactly in the same way as somebody else. You know, hundred yeah, percent. Like, oh, feel like I, I want to feel irreplaceable. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Totally. I feel like that's been the, probably one of the bigger unlocks I've had, like coming out of school and getting into the real world is realizing like what I truly want out of life and like how to accomplish that like with a career and it doesn't involve just like making the most money I can you know it's like at the end of the day I'm not taking money to the grave so uh what am I taking what am I leaving behind um I think having a positive impact on the lives around me is more the direction I want to go yeah keep them coming back and asking for Drew <laughs> yeah uh, dude that sounds like a good linkedin post yeah, right. <laughs> goofy like commercial for like a bank <laughs> yeah, I, like I think there's a huge market for just like linkedin uh and like corporate just satire yeah. I, dude, I love the go-getters of linkedin like sitting there 10 keys my 10 keys to personal success, unlocking potential. <laughs> How to be a thought leader in your space. Gathering your toolbox. <laughs> it's like taking very like, you know, mundane concepts, but, but using very like colorful language mm. to, <laughs> to make it yeah. sound like really deep and profound yeah right. <laughs> yeah man that's an art in and of itself man so dude uh how tell me about the wedding man how was it i mean it was a great time we had a pretty small wedding so it was like only like really close friends and family um was it was it last year or uh at the end of 2019 okay uh, september of 2019 oh cool um uh, okay. but it was I mean, I don't know if I could go back, I think I'd do it all the same. I had a blast. And I think like, it, it really was a lot of uh, my friends and I just fooling on the dance floor for like four hours. Oh, I know oh, you were. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was there for. <laughs> to get wild with my buds. Right on. Where would you, uh, where'd you do it? It was in like a Fifth Ward area in um, call a place called Filament. It's a really pretty space. Um, highly recommend it for a wedding venue. They've got a uh, so if you they're really cool people to work with too. So if you get the chance, uh, you'll have a good time there. All right. Well, when uh, when things align for myself. Um, Whenever the whenever that is, I will uh, keep that place in mind. Uh, oh yeah, well that and I was referring to your uh, jobs a wedding server currently. Oh oh, well if I became a freelance wedding server where my services were requested by other venues because I'm oh, just so good okay. at pouring, so good at pouring <laughs> water. <laughs> Dude, uh, you're a freelance water pourer. Yeah. <laughs> Artisanally poured water. You can freelance anything probably yeah. if you really wanted to. 
Man, get yourself an ornate, hand-blown glass pitcher. Um, hand, hand-carved ice. Yeah. Get myself like a custom-made like uh, server shirt that's like embroidered. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I mean, bare minimum. Um, you gotta have coasters with your brand on there. Get your name out there. Uh, you know, start handing them off. To, you know, hand out you know packs of a hundred coasters to every bar you love in River West. Yeah. Um, start trademarking phrases that I use like, <laughs> as as I'm pouring waters. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you could spend a day coming up with phrases, monetize those phrases, and you know, before you know it. I mean, sky's the limit. I could see you on Shark Tank pitching this to the big league. <laughs> Bro, yeah, I, yeah, like, I got, like, yeah, gold-plated silverware and... <laughs> um, line. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think this is a great uh, uh, business venture uh, that I could probably put into a startup in the next couple of years. Because uh, Milwaukee's got a, hey, that startup scene is uh, definitely uh, oh, it's going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, I'm glad uh, you and Corinne had such a wonderful time. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, dude. Uh, what what were you drinking uh, that night? What was like your drink of choice that night? Um, I don't even remember. Probably, I think I had requested for them to be able to make me old fashions. Oh, yeah. throughout the night so i think i was i was dabbling in the old-fashioned game you know if i'm gonna go big for a wedding i gotta go all the way they can't um, take the wisconsin out of you no dude they never have they never will <laughs> they keep <laughs> trying <laughs> but I, i'm still standing <laughs> i'm holding on baby <laughs> dude i remember um you were at my bar mitzvah. You and Corinne came to my bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a blast. That was a great time, man. Uh, at the box downtown. The box. The box. Yeah, that was a solid space. Yeah. That was so I had just turned 21. I remember I was drinking like Miller High Life all night at that bar mitzvah. And, uh, you know, I was always a Miller Light guy. Oh, yeah. But, but the High yeah. Life uh, really. Champagne uh, beers. Yeah, man. The High yeah. Life. I, I guess I upgraded that night, and uh, that's what I was drinking uh, the whole time. And, Man, that's uh, great. That used to be my go-to when I wanted to, you know, just add a little bit of razzle-dazzle. You'd spring for the high-life bottles, dude, and then you're living like a king for a night. <laughs> you know, when you just want to feel – you're feeling uh, especially royal yeah. uh, one night, um, you know, when you, you really want to uh, – you feel like there's just a crown – getting placed atop your head you pull out a high life man you crack it open and uh then next thing you know you're um the world's uh, yours <laughs> next thing, yeah next thing you know you're you're a you're a conqueror dude you have a whole empire yeah just overseeing your land <laughs> until the until you finish the beer <laughs> yeah man, it's time to leave back to normal life yeah, <laughs> yeah dude now I um I actually became a hams guy last year. Oh yeah. I feel like I I remember you always being a hams guy. I think maybe if you weren't already just spiritually you were a hams guy always. It was um it was definitely a a 
you know, we were talking about unlocking your potential earlier. Yeah. Uh, that would, that was a, uh, that was a, uh, a, a pocket of myself to, to unlock. And, uh, it came out of being broke after college and needing an uh -huh. economical choice. And I lived right across the street from Gilbert's Liquor. And uh, they had 30 racks of hams that came with a free hams t-shirt. Oh, so it's like, oh. dude, I, I, get, I get swag too. Dude, bro, just dripping for free? <laughs> yeah. You kidding? And, yeah, man. Oh, man. I was... I was like, word. So uh, <laughs> I've been drinking hands ever since, man. Uh, spilling uh, land of the sky, blue water. Uh, it's also a, a lot of people in Riverwest drink hands, too. Right. So you fit right in. Yeah, it was just, you know, it was just a calling. I was just waiting for my people to uh, take me in as one of their own. I guess so. Yeah. You look at it that way. That's 100% true. Like a glove, you are. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking these days dude i don't know dude I, there's no one thing um well you're just a, you're a mixed bag um, i'm a mixed bag i'm always exploring the flavors there's a pretty sick spot near us called uh consumer beverage i don't know if you've heard of it okay. but it's like uh it has a vast selection of beers so I, Corinne and I are like kids in a candy store when we go in there. It takes us quite a long time to browse it all and make our final choice. Dude, it's like uh, when you're in the Froyo shop and like <laughs> there's all the toppings. Yeah. You're, you're just, you can't like, you, you know, you can't just walk out with all of them. You know, you gotta, uh, you gotta, you gotta narrow it down. And that's the hard part, man. It is. And like, you can't just narrow it down to like your favorites because they also have to like synchronize well with each other. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. do like <laughs> cashews and bubble gum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's never going to work. No, no. You, the palettes all have to, uh, like you're planning an outfit for the day, man. The palettes have to have to line up with one another, and uh, that's a good way to put if, it. If, if they don't, then um, you're gonna go out looking like a schmo. Yeah, and you're gonna hate it, and you're gonna be embarrassed. People are gonna laugh at you. <laughs> they're gonna go home and laugh, <laughs> and you're gonna cry, <laughs> dude. I um actually a place with a really great tap selection is uh the Sugar Maple in Bayview. I don't know if you've oh, been yeah. there. I haven't been there, no. Okay. Yeah, they uh they also host uh various uh, social uh outings there. Uh yeah. It's a good place. Um when I'm not drinking hams, it's weird. I, I kinda have there's not much of an in-between. Uh but I'm either drinking hams or I'm drinking uh IPAs uh, from mm -hmm. various breweries. Um, I went uh, to the bar on Wednesday for the first time in like ever. Oh wow! And, yeah. and uh, to, to drink Lakefront IPA in plastic cups again was uh, a wow. it man. It was um, it was visceral, dude. I felt it. That's a good here. word. Yeah, I can only imagine how awake you were. You were alive in that moment. I felt like a dragon that, like, you know, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> I felt like a dragon that woke, that like heard its master's call and it just woke up and just fucking broke through the through the rocks, man. Wow. That's real. I feel that right now. That's I incredible. Like, I feel like part of you is waking up now. Yeah. Just beginning to stir. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I see that amber fluid pour into a nice pint, oh yeah, I'll be bursting through those chains as well. As soon as you see those suds lightly circling the rim, uh, man, it's, it's going to be curtains from there for you. Wow. Man. Yeah, watching the surface tension of that head buckle <laughs> and give over the edge, cascading down. And Kissing that bar surface. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then it's just watching, um, just watching the various uh, shades of amber and gold uh, cancel each other out uh, within, within the cylindrical, the cylindrical container known as a glass. <laughs> Until at last equilibrium is reached. <laughs> Speaking, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, so so I've been drinking a lot of IPAs too. Um, I uh, currently I've uh, grown really fond of this milkshake IPA. Oh, yeah, Moon Rambler. It's called Moon Rambler, and it's uh, it's a founder's beer. Mm. Uh, but grab that at a local at your. Uh, local pick and save uh, right in the center of the beer section um, dude hell yeah i love a good ipa so i'll keep my eyes open for that one i don't think i've tried that one yet i love everything about milkshakes and ipas and that's a beautiful thing that's come our way recently is, dude I, aren't you like constantly blown away by like every new thing that's happening in like in craft beers they're so like juicy now they're dude, amazing man i know they're just you know just uh thick explosive explosive with citrus and pastries mm. and uh just somehow making palettes work that you wouldn't think would work um yeah dude i one thing i've never really uh been fond of uh are i don't do uh like coffee stouts i'm not a big like uh dark beer guy Same. I, I like want to be because it feels feels robust and it feels it uh, feels rugged you know, you, yeah, you feel, that's that's the word. You feel like, um, you know, when you're drinking like a porter or a stout, you know, you, you just feels like you do a lot of manual labor during mm -hmm. by day. You create and, with your hands. Right. You know, yeah. you these hands uh, building blocks of society. But no, uh, I, I just can't get behind. I'm on, I'm 100 percent with you there. And unfortunate as it is, I feel like there's a whole world of flavors out there that I'm neglecting. But at the same time, every time I try to dabble into it, it just I disagree with it or it disagrees with me. I'm not quite sure which it is, but you, you look straight at it and you say, no, no, not happening. And then I just I now I just avert my eyes. You don't even give it time of day. No, just fuck you. <laughs> Fuck this whole section. Where the sour's at. I'm just going to spill it 
I'm just going to knock it over so no one gets to have it. So no one has to try it. I think that you'd be doing a service, at least for some people. And for others who like those, you'd just be directing them to other choices like delicious IPAs. That's what you do, man. You have to, (laughs) sometimes you have to, um, you have to take matters into your own hands. Yeah. Uh, Adapt to the right things and not the wrong things. Right. Yeah. Some people, you just, you got to push them over the edge into the unknown, but ultimately into something that's better for them. Um, so. Cause dude, coffee and, and beer. No. Like the cool. two things I love separately. Right. But and they're meant to stay that way. They're meant to stay that way. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a project meant to be explored. I just don't think we're there yet. Fair, that's a fair assessment. And Dude, those beers alone feel like a meal. They're so heavy. I know. And it's, yeah, it's like you, I drink this and I want to take a nap after, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's laborious working your way through one of those. It's tumultuous. Tumultuous. Arduous. Wow. <laughs> I can't stop you. You just got to keep rolling with this. Dude, I'm just on fire, man. Like, I think you, you are. Know, ever since I, I ever since I woke that dragon up, dude, I've just been uh, breathing fire, man. And this dragon don't sleep. Dude, that's for sure. This dragon is spitting uh, nomenclature, <laughs> nomenclature unlike we've ever seen. <laughs> How, like, in terms of like the married life, like, um, mm-hmm. like, did you and uh, did you and Corinne live together prior to becoming home- homeowners? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we lived together for like, I think three years before we even got married. Um, And then after that, spent about another year in an apartment on the east side uh, before. Oh, wait, no, we ended up in a place in Tosa for a little bit. Uh, But anyway, yeah, we had been living together for quite a while. Cool. Okay, so you've been... um used to uh occupying one another's quarters yeah for, for a while at this point so yeah absolutely i don't know how you could go into that blind so anyone that pulls that off successfully i mean hats off that's got to be quite an adventure <laughs> corinne and i were on our way somewhere the other day and i had taken a Lacroix with me on the road and i think she had taken something similar and i was taking a sip and I'm in the passenger seat and I was about to put it in the front cup holder spot right. and it felt wrong. And so I kind of recoiled back and put it in the, the back spot and that felt right. And that's when I realized this connection that I hadn't thought of before. I think this will resonate with you. Um, cup holder spots are a lot like player one and player two controllers. Yeah, yeah. Right. The owner of that console always has rights to the player one spot. I would wholeheartedly uh, agree. I'm, I'm behind you on that. Um, I think, uh, you know, similarly, um, as you mentioned, uh, you know, the, uh, the ownership uh, of the, of the console, or in this case, the vehicle, uh-huh. uh, you know, it's almost, it's almost like a, uh, an unspoken hierarchy, you know, yeah. there's, there's, there's a hierarchy, you know, like who gets to put what, where, you know, and, right. uh, 
but being in the passenger, I mean, you're not driving. You're you're not you're not behind. You're the not wheel. contributing at all. You're lucky to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you're um yeah, like nothing is in your hands. Like nothing, nothing. Like the fate of the passengers. Like it's it's a reason why you you know you're in the passenger seat. You know, like mm-hmm. so, like the fate of of the vehicle's occupants aren't in your hands. So don't act like they are. No, you're not the commander here. So you don't take the commander's cup spot. No, you put it in the secondary one. You know? Yeah. Like one that you, sucks. Yeah, you, you would think that that's just common sense. But some people are just know. so, like, you know, narcissistic in their, in their, their cup holder choice. Yeah, I know. And, well, it, it's just... Drew, they're, Drew, they're, it's, Drew, it's the nerve, man. It's just the nerve of some people. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think the more we can, you know, put this kind of message out there, um, you know, I think we can speak into existence better behaviors and create better people. Um, so I agree. Next and, time you're the passenger, just put it in the, in the secondary spot. You're not player one, you're player two. Um, and it's time you acknowledge it. I really hope that this PSA uh, becomes uh, the, 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 uh, uh, it sparks a renewal of uh, accountability, changing uh, just weird behavior that we see every day. You know, uh, yeah, it happens way more than uh, than you think it does. But they're they're big little ideas. I think what we're working with, and it it seems small, the cup holder problem. But every small problem you tackle. You just get closer and closer to getting yeah, to that big nugget of gold. That's right. Yeah. That's one of those things where it's like, I don't realize how urgent it is until we start. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, so speaking of, um, you know, well, actually now that you're, you're, you know, you're married and you guys, I guess, uh, co-own the house. Mm-hmm. How do you let, how do you, uh, uh, you know, divide the territories of the house of like whose stuff is where and who who really uh, oversees the uh, the sustainability of of each part of your house, man. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think it ebbs and flows. I think Corinne and I have a good way of uh, parsing out responsibility without even really needing to communicate it. So, for instance, right now. You know, she's working full time as a nurse and she's back in school. So she's like overwhelmed with work that way. So when there's a lot on her plate, I'll, you know, I, I recognize that and I take a little bit more responsibility around the house. Mm, and right. then, you know, I'm sure if it flips the other way, you know, some of that work might shift the other way. And so I, I think we just, uh, it's an ongoing project, but we're always keeping things balanced. I think we do a good job of that. She's uh, right now. She's master chef, though. She's really. Uh, oh. I, I don't know how she's honed her craft so quickly, but it's impressive. And I just do the dishes and watch in amazement. Watching, you know, the master chef in action is just astounding. You know, uh, it is, <laughs> dude. It's you're just blessed to be in her presence. You know, at that point, you know, and to uh-huh. blessed, blessed to uh, have have the pleasure of of the recipes, man. 
Oh, who absolutely. Else is, who else is getting these recipes? No one. Just you and you and and yours and her, you know? Yeah, it really is an intimate experience. Um, and I mean, all jokes aside, the food is so good and there's nothing more uh, warming than a home-cooked meal yeah. after a long day. That That's feels right. good. What are her uh, specialties? Um, searing chicken breast. Oh, nice. <laughs> couldn't even, uh, I couldn't even pinpoint uh, exactly like the method of which is searing. Wow. She's getting that nice brown crust oh, sure. on the outside while keeping the inside juicy and tender. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I probably seared without realizing I'm searing and on the <laughs> like yeah. with a really over roasted skin. <laughs> and the chicken is still pink on the inside. <laughs> but there's a science to it. It's not easy. No, so. it, it, it's uh, it's playing with the heat levels and also uh, the um, trapping the uh, the steam. You know the lids and shit. The lids. She goes are... no lid, man. She goes no lid. My God. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm telling you, it's it's something. Dude, can I come over sometime and have some uh, seared chicken? Oh, dude, you should. Yeah, we love making food for friends. Absolutely, I love that. Do I'll you like um, chicken tikka masala? I do. Um, All right, I tried uh, one of the places I discovered uh, via Uber Eats during quarantine is uh, Cafe India. Dude. And so good that's our favorite yeah terrific um great tikka masala gotta be my favorite best indian food i've tried in the city oh, it's so good have you tried uh biryani before no i have not try either if you like um if you like chicken or lamb both of those their biryani super good it's like a very flavorful rice dish okay um and the quantities they give you are just enormous so that never hurts either i go um, crazy on the naan dude oh dude the naan is amazing their garlic naan is 10 yeah. out of 10 100 out of 10 100 out of, dude, <laughs> dude we need so we need well. we need bigger scales for how good it's in it's you mm -hmm. can't measure it with uh you know regular yeah. societal <laughs> yeah dude societal norms are limiting our ability to truly communicate how good cafe india is cafe india is yeah. <laughs> well dude i'd love to come over sometime i'll bring some milkshake ipas over Ooh, and yeah. uh well, hell yeah we'll make a thing out of it dude 100 you're actually you know you, you said so you live in stalis yeah um, you actually uh there's some really some of the best tacos in the city are close to you. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Taqueria Buena Vista, but it's fucking no. amazing, man. It's really? That area. All right, writing that down. We love tacos, so hell yeah. Do it. You know, it's, uh, you get the really good tacos in the city. Like, uh, we've I've talked about it several, on several occasions on this show, but uh, you have to break out of the insularness of the east side these taco places that are owned by white people and get out into the authentic like South yeah. side and West side worthy of the best of list mm -hmm. that uh, our publications curate every year. Like yeah. 
dude, like, fuck out of here naming Bel Air the best tacos in Milwaukee, dog. <laughs> it, yeah, no, that's that's an old tired road we can't go down again. That you're right. Um, Guanajuato's was one place we were going to a lot, and I think that's oh, yeah. the view. Yeah. They've got some solid al pastor tacos there. Oh, right on. Yeah. Highly recommend. Hell yeah. Have you had, uh, do you guys like uh, like Middle Eastern food at all? Mm-hmm. Damascus Gate is uh, solid. Is uh, it? Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm just, uh, I'm, these are just coming at you uh, light speed. Uh, you're you're uh, going to be adding a, uh, <laughs> you're adding an, an itinerary. Yeah, a culinary itinerary and an excellent one. Good. Yeah, dude, I've been working at my restaurant list a lot in the last year because uh-huh. to escape the uh, despair and uh, misery imposed by uh, the this um, murderous capitalist regime we live under, I've been uh, eating some good-ass food. So, um, Yeah, it does a lot for the soul. It does. Um, but Bayview has some of the best spots, man. Like, I don't know if you hang out, you and Corinne hang out in Bayview much, but they've got Vanguard, they've oh, got yeah. Odd Duck, uh, Classic Slice, pizzas, oh. slices oh, yeah. the size of your head. Uh-huh. Dude, like, I could literally, like, put my head into it and it would be, like, <laughs> it would be bigger, dude, like. Man, yeah, no, Bayview's got the spot. That's the spot for food, 100%. I love it there. There's all, anytime we're over there, it's because we're eating something good. Walker's Point's got some great places. Um, I mean, this great place is peppered in uh, in every uh, pocket of the city. It's true. But you, you just, you have to want it. You have to go after it. Yeah. You can't wait for it to come to you. It's not going to come to you. Do you have kind of, do you live by like state fair or whatever? we live by it um that's kind of on the the border ish yeah we're yeah we're not far from it uh do you know where so we're like right on highway 100 do you know where like home depot and like pick and save it all is over there there's like an oscars custard place i don't know if you come this way ever i you, you probably won't find me uh in those parts now yeah no, there's really no reason to be over here. <laughs> Unless you're a homeowner. Uh, yeah, an aspiring yeah. homeowner, then yeah, this is a great place. Cheaper houses than anywhere else in Wisconsin, it seems, and still close enough to the action. So you well, were talking about how you feel like you've grown a lot coming out of like the, over the last couple of years. What, like, how have you, um, what's been the medium for you in that growth? Like, what kind of like sparked that for you the most? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I uh, I think, um, well, for one, kind of like realizing just how like accessible Milwaukee is, and if like if you really want to like do something, or if you want to experience something, or if you want to like, it's just so accessible. You know, it's like if you want to do something, like there's easy ways to do it and to breach it, like it. And that comes with just being intentional and being consistent. And that's, those are the two things I really try to live by with Mr. Nice Guy with breaking and entering. Um, so that's one, that's more of like a career thing. But in terms of like personally, um, I just like feel like more like 
like a big boy, you know, uh, uh, not not unlike the, the the popular restaurant chain Big Boy. Ah, uh, yeah, very similar actually. You know, I feel like I'm actually like I, I see that that big that boy, uh, you know, holding up the, the the dish with the chef hat, and I, yeah. I see that see that's me. You know, yeah, um, you see yourself in those eyes, dude. I <laughs> it's like that could be me. Um, <laughs> so I. Uh, Oh, no, I, I, I feel, um, you know, I just turned 25 uh, a couple of months ago. So I'm like, just become a lot more independent, you know, like uh, work doesn't feel so much like work like it used to, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm, find, I'm finding things, I'm finding my way, like I'm learning how to start making money doing things I love doing. If I don't want to put up with certain bullshit or certain situations or certain people, you don't have to uh yeah. what what a concept man um, yeah. so i've I, you know especially in this last year um you know uh i've been trimming some fat you know i don't really uh definitely don't deal with people that uh uh stress me out uh definitely don't deal with um uh you know i'm sure you're you know you've been following the uh the socio-political climate uh and uh, definitely uh, some businesses and individuals have shown their true colors. And uh, to be able to like dismiss that, to, to tell them to, to fuck off. Yeah. Uh, it feels good, you know? Um, yeah. And that actually ties into, I actually became a, uh, um, I got very like politically radicalized, like more so than I already was. Um, but now I'm like organizing, I'm, uh, I've, started getting into some organizing i'm a member of the party for socialism and liberation now oh sick because i was just like finding myself so angry and like depressed and just pissed off at just how stupid and absurd like the world is and uh i was just sick of this bat like sulking so i wanted to like actually go out and do something about to like you know have an outlet for those feelings in a constructive way um and this past year, you know, a lot of it started with, you know, the, the uprisings and the marches at the beginning of the summer, but trying to keep, keep that momentum going in little ways. Um, it helped make me feel like I'm actually like doing something, you know? Yeah. Um, that's really big. Yeah. Being comfortable with my own like introversion and being comfortable in my own sphere, like being comfortable, just doing my own thing and doing things because I want to do them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I feel. Uh, this past year was a major, uh, uh, stretch of perseverance and, and, you know, kind of self, uh, self-awareness. So, um, I hope to keep that moving forward, even out of the pandemic. So that's awesome, man. That's a lot of, uh, a profound experience to have personally. And I feel like I've been trying to do similar things accepting my own ideas and thoughts and so like one weird thing with on a much smaller scale I have this fight like with my family they're on like the complete other like side of the political aisle for myself and forever just to like maintain the peace I would just kind of like shut up and just in order to go over there and enjoy their company just like not say anything yeah um but i've just found 
Corinne helped me realize that like that was doing nothing but causing me to suffer like they're not suffering at all they're having a blast talking their shit all the time and I'm just sitting there trying to uh you know keep the peace but so recently just speaking my mind putting my thoughts out there not letting yeah their their words settle as like truth or fact and then just leaving myself oil over it yeah exactly um and one that's not like I feel like at the end of the day, it's going to make me feel better about myself. It's going to, you know, if I'm tactful about how I use my words, it can, you know, it can help change minds. Yeah. Um, mold yeah, their gives, perceptions in a better way. Give broader um, perspectives that, uh, you know, don't center what's convenient for, for them to believe. And I mean, I've, you know, to a different uh, degree, you know, I feel like I've, even though my parents are like, I mean, they're lifelong Democrats, but even them like still are very used to a kind of an antiquated perception of politics and like what can change, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's, yeah. Having those conversations that kind of help broaden their perspective a bit, I'm sure still like challenging for them. And, uh, it's not like an easy, conversation to have like when you are kind of pushing those boundaries but i think it creates a more honest understanding between uh you know the two of you or the the three of you um yeah. it, which i think is honestly like what i think has been lacking by me just like keeping my mouth shut it's like i feel like we don't really understand each other because of that yeah um so even if we have disagreement and it's uncomfortable in the short term i think long term like at least now we like really know one another yeah yeah that's and it's been so important for us like especially as as white men like it's been it's very like uh crucial to to you know find it within yourself to do that and you know and not be complacent in conversations Mm -hmm. or perspectives that can be very harmful and yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I've done the same thing. I've been times where it's like, I don't feel like I'm qualified to like, you know, speak up on something, but realizing that like, well, hey, if it's being asked of you by, you know, black people or women or, you know, brown people or LGBTQ plus folks, like, like they're, they're, they're exhausted for trying to like, you know, sure. just, yeah to survive uh most of the time and uh yeah it's so it's something you can do is you know talk to yeah talk to your family and tell them like hey knock it off fucking stupid idea you got there and here's why (laughs) wow only a loser would think (laughs) think of it that way oh yeah yeah like but on a real note like yeah i i i feel a lot of us have had to uh have been confronted with that this last year but with good reason yeah yeah no so it's, it's cool to hear that you're you're even taking it a step further and really taking action in the public sphere to help just society as a whole i do what i can as like i mean i still um organizing is also exhausting you know there's still a lot of infighting you know even the left oh, yeah. fights with each other and don't agree on things and 
it can be exhausting and uh there's a lot of stuff to do even just behind the scenes too so i bet yeah but part of the i mean i don't know what it's gonna look like when i have to start working again you know it's it's been a perfect recipe recipe to do all this in this last year because i've been unemployed and i just been sitting on my ass sure at home and it's yeah i mean now that you know the vaccines are rolling out um and the world is going to start opening up soon mm-hmm. um it's going to be uh it's hard to set your expectations anywhere of like what things are going to look like and where yeah. you're going to see yourself totally yeah are you vaccinated yet i've got uh my first 5g shot is complete oh good and, um waiting for my final installation on uh this friday coming up right on dude what what yeah. flavor chip did you get I got the Pfizer edition. Um, oh, dude, I got the I got a Cool Ranch flavor chip. Cool Ranch, dude, blue. Yeah, dude, I got the blue uh, I right love here. Blue flavor, dude. Dude, I I'm right here, baby. That's excellent. <laughs> um, yeah, I got Pfizer as well. Uh, I would uh recommend don't have anything important to do. Uh. <laughs> yeah. the, rest of the day after the second shot because it, it took me out man damn okay yeah I'll, I'll clear my calendar i've got no problem doing that <laughs> good i guess like how has it um shifted your perspective on like being in a long-term relationship and like being having like a life partner like how, how i guess like how has it made you look at life any differently that's a good question um I never get to talk about this stuff with people because I'm always talking about like music or art or shit, you know, like oh, just sure. have, you know, just an old friend to talk like who's recently gone through that. I mean, I'm interested in just where you're at with it. That's yeah, I guess I've never um really thought about it. It's such I think the great thing about our relationship is it's super honestly effortless. Yeah. Um that's how you know. That, what was that? That's how you know. You yeah. Know. Yeah. When it's just easy. Um, yeah, it's great. We had, we harmonize really well together. So it seems like. Oh, you harmonize? You, you sing together? and That's all we do. That's how we communicate. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you, babe, you want something? She's like. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And depending on how I'm feeling that day, my pitch might be a little off. Or, you know, it might be pristine, and that's kind of how she senses where I'm at that day. Uh, lets yeah. her know how to respond. Good, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. As far as like long term stuff, I think what it does more than anything, like subconsciously, just gives me a kind of comfort that I uh, can explore different things and always have some like safe place to come back to where i'm understood and loved you know yeah um it's a, that makes a lot of sense um because yeah like it's that's such a thing that you know day to day when you know us bachelors um <laughs> we you know we we or bachelorette you know or whoever like when you're single you know you do think about like 
because at this point, like, you know, I've accepted that it's going to, it's just going to happen when it happens, you know, like there's no point in like exerting effort in like looking for something. It's just kind of going to be like, you know, I'll feel it in my soul, you know, yeah. uh, there'll be another dragon that awakes and bursts from the box. That is something that, you know, can be very uh, disheartening or like depressing or even just, you know, anxiety inducing. Like when you're work thinking about like, am I going to be like alone, you know, like, or how long am I going to have to like put up with my own being just by myself uh, doing this whole thing uh, solo? How, like, when is that going to, how long am I going to have to do that? And to have like that closure where it's like, you have your person mm -hmm. and you, tr and there's that, that, you know, that embedded trust between one another of like, where you trust every interaction and instinct the other person has and any disconnects are very easily communicated and non-threatening. Like, to have that, I'm sure, is yeah, just such a uh, a blanket of like affirmation, you know. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. I think so. Like, how do you think about what's going to like when you think about being with someone? Do you think like a lot's going to change, or like how do you think about that? Yeah, I think it will come from. Um, I'll know, like, and that's, that's been sort of the, um, the bane of, like, all my past relationships has been, like, where I have felt, like, I, I mean, and I, I've definitely, like, had a lot of areas to grow in and mature in, and, you yeah. know, as, as everyone does, like, there's definitely, like, holding myself accountable for that, but also, not feeling like I ever, you know, have to hide or, or, uh, curve any points of myself just for, to, 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 uh, accommodate somebody else, like where I'm not fundamentally, like, I don't want to have to, like, I'll know I found that person when nothing about myself has to fundamentally change. Sure. Any changes that do occur are like necessary for my growth because I genuinely want them to not because like I perceive them as like a chore that is like messing with the fabric of who makes my who makes me of what makes me me you know what I mean sure uh, and from observing like you know just when I've hung out with you guys like you and Corinne are very much like you know you you have each other's back and but you also just have a blast with one another but but you also have like for all the times you can be goofy and and like fun with each other you're also like so loving and like companionate and that's like mm -hmm. what and I see myself having that like I like I see like that being a, an attainable goal with whom I or when who knows but yeah but like that's what that's what it should be you know and it should not be something that's where there's just layers upon layers of disconnect and miscommunication and misunderstanding because you know, that's kind of how my last relationship fell apart and it sucks. So, yeah. um, you know, you learn with, with each one though, you learn like what you're not, you know, what you're not, totally. you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. I think you hit on like a really big thing for me was like, 
I think there's this expectation that you're going to find just like a perfect match yeah. like as while you're growing up. And it's just like, you're just whittling through people to like find that one. That's like, Oh, finally, this is the one where we like sync up 100%. Right. Like it's always going to be a project. Yeah. Like, I think one of the best qualities you can have in a relationship is the ability to communicate like where there may be disconnects and like genuinely work with one another to like resolve those things. Um, If any one party has this idea that like they're 100% in the right and like, no, like the other person needs to catch up to them like that just creates some toxicity that's not really going to work out um and i think the other thing is being able to be two different people and like hold on to those things that make you your own person um but then also like at the same time moving as one with one another like being i think maybe that's just like what it means to be compatible but um it, being your own person still um, and being able to enjoy the company of someone else who is their own person and having mutual respect for one another and uh, being accepting of one another. I think that goes a long way. If you want a long-term relationship, like there's going to be ups and downs, a lot of changes and you got to be able to roll with it. Yeah, you can't like lose your footwork. Otherwise you're going to fall and eat shit. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, metaphorically, yes. Like you, you do have to roll with it. You know, you do have to, you know, see every new change. Like, yes, it can be challenging, but you're willing to take that on because this mean this means so much to you. Yeah. To make it work. Um, you, you set out the maiden call and she responded, you know, like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get out there and, uh, start you know stick my head out my window and uh-huh. start, start bellowing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah just uh start you know crooning um see see uh see what flocks in and see what mm-hmm. scene comes it's i think getting veins to pop in your forehead that really goes a long way yeah yeah you know it's some uh definitely takes some uh some vitality you know, some yeah, reading. that's what it that's what it communicates. Right. Vitality and vigor. Dude, this is so fun, man. I'm glad you could be on the show. Um, yeah, me too. I'm glad you responded to my text. You know, I, I was I was like scared that like um because I know you're you're not much of a social media guy. I was like worried that like I was gonna like you know, you like got a new number and uh we were, oh sure loot you know forever lose uh lose uh, our primary method of communication but you you know i I set the feeler out there and and you came and you took it yeah absolutely i think um you do a really good job being a genuine person i think people respond well to that so you know although our lives have gone to you know separate ways for the most part you know we're living life apart from each other like you you put the uh you put that call out there and yeah, the ecosystem will respond. You got a good call. <laughs> Thanks, dude. You know your your call is uh, admirable as well. And uh, I, uh, yeah, and you know I, yeah, I, I appreciate you saying all that. Thank you, 
and yeah and I felt this you know feelings mutual like I always like never you were one of those people just as a friend who I always felt like we could definitely be serious when we needed to be because you and I both see the world in very similar ways and like have a lot of the same values but also like can make total mockeries out of situations too, <laughs> to make it enjoyable um and that's what I uh, always appreciated about you too. Um, so I'm glad we could uh, reconnect and uh, make a, a, a nice guy podcast out of it. Absolutely, dude. It's been a pleasure. I'm really glad you did reach out. I'm going to come over and have some uh, seared chicken. And, dude, uh, hell yeah. We'll sear the fuck out of so much chicken. Well, hopefully not too many chickens. <laughs> dude. <laughs> One lovely chicken. Dude, it's going to be uh, X-rated. It's going to be a provocative chicken roast. Um, so, Absolutely. So, Corinne, if you're watching, if you watch this far, get ready for it. Um, so on our way out, I ask everyone the same two questions. Oh, sure. First question is what keeps you up at night? Um, the boring answer is playing video games before I go to bed. I can't sleep after I do that. Um, what have you been playing? Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the game Escape from Tarkov. No. Um, but it's kind of like a survival-y type first-person shooter where you're put into a map. You've got no guidance. You don't know how to get around. There's no like radar that tells you where you are. Um, it's like being dropped in the woods and trying to figure out how to get somewhere. That's what it feels like. Oh man. Um, and Dude, then, uh, that sounds spooky. There could be some like spooky, <laughs> spooky ghosts out there. What's got me hooked on it is it makes me genuinely terrified. I've never played, and it's not like a horror game. It's just so intense yeah. that like, I felt I've had moments where like my stomach is like in knots because I'm so nervous and scared because like I hear someone and like I know they're there and they know where I am but like I it's weird dude it's an intense game but that's uh that's what will keep me up for a couple of hours when I'm done you start sweating I don't probably I don't know dude yeah you getting heart palpitations it sounds like uh i feel like a yeah i need to wear like a heart monitor just to like make sure i'm not like going into some scary zone with my heart you, rate you might need to like really quickly uh have like 10 things that you can feel uh to identify around you at all times <laughs> just keep me tethered to reality <laughs> <laughs> the second question is uh what puts you to sleep drew uh a good meditation puts me to sleep I uh, started meditating a little bit like a couple of years ago, getting in the, into a nice peaceful mindset that way, kind of clearing the fog a little bit. I have a tendency to get, you know, Usher lyrics stuck in my head or, you know, something like that. And I'm just laying in bed singing Usher and I'm like, no. It's infectious, dude. It's infectious. It is. So meditation kind of helps Good. clear my mind a bit. Good. I had a podcast recently where someone said the crazy thing about sleep is that you pretend you're asleep until you're asleep. Like <laughs> ever think about it that way? Like that's funny, dude. Basically. Um, yeah. You're <laughs> basically acting 
until yeah. like you're acting as if you're sleeping and ultimately become asleep uh, trying to convince your body like look this is what i'm doing right we're doing this right look dude, at me. dude you're you're lying you know like if you think about it, you're lying dude lying to yourself you're not supposed to do that oh dude, are you like, supposed to sleep dude oh my god man i'm gonna run some tests <laughs> some <laughs> diagnostics yeah <laughs> um i'll get back to you when i'm on, on my findings yeah let me know but i'm published in some scientific journal no we we might actually uh spark a new uh revolution of scientific thought uh mm -hmm. related related to uh hypnosis uh okay <laughs> thanks for being on the show drew once again yeah thank you for having me Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your next IPA. I hope it awakes uh, awakes your dragon the same every time. I have I have a Goose Island variety pack in my fridge right now. Okay, yeah. nice. Very nice. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is nice. It's it's really nice. Um, <laughs> so I will uh, go enjoy an IPA later today. But uh, in the in the meantime, it was great to see you, uh, and we'll definitely hang out soon. Yeah, likewise, great to see you, and we will make that happen. For everyone watching, uh, I hope you rethink your goddamn cup holder. Uh... <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I didn't want to get triggered again, but here we are. But yes, think I about really, it next time. I really hope y'all clean up your act and uh, really uh, think about your, your placement in uh, vehicular relations. Mm-hmm. Well said. Thanks. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.